Education Podcast of the David A. Howe Public Library. I'm Eric Mickles. And I'm Nick Gunning. Remember how last week I thought this was going to be 43, but we were doing 43 last week? No, because that this was is, actually like two weeks this ago. This is 44. Yeah. Yeah. Eric went to Florida, so we've had a little like hiccup since we last recorded. It's been yeah. so long. It's, yeah. nice, it's nice to see you again. Yeah, thanks. You don't look tan or anything. No. You look no. exactly the same. Yeah. Oh, boy. Here we are. Back in the old booth. Back in the podcasting studio, as I like to call it. Back in the saddle? Yeah, sure. Why not? You nice. want to do a Western Spotlight? No, we already did one. I know. We did a Western Spotlight. Man, and I am so quiet right it, now. Sorry. It tanked. Back in the saddle? You remember how it tanked? Like the, when you look at a joke? No, well, yes, but oh. you look at the downloads for our Western podcast, and they're like, yeah, nobody likes Western. So next time we do a Western right. podcast, we have to call it something else. Yeah. Uh, here's an yeah. exciting thing that's happening to Eric and me right now. We have a special guest in the studio. Don't say anything yet. It's the Holy Spirit. Well, <laughs> wow. Okay. So our special guest is someone we've known for a long time. So we're not going to tell anybody ahead of time. So we'll see if they can guess. We've known her for a long time. We all met in a play together a long time ago. Her connection to this library is that she designed the summer reading program logo for my first year here. Alanis Morissette. It's not Alanis Morissette. Okay. All right. It's our old friend... Janine Garofalo. Yes, Janine Garofalo. All right, Janine Garofalo. Ladies and gentlemen, we have Amy Kuhn with us. Amy, say hello. Hello. All right, so Amy's in town. So we all met in in a a play of Dragnet, the old... uh, Jack Webb radio TV show yeah. adaptation. Yeah. Amy was just a young freshman. Yeah. So optimistic about her future. <laughs> so hopeful. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> What's happened? I love that show. Can I tell you? I was just thinking about that the other day. And the, the set on that, I loved that set. Because we had the TV show set and we had the like house set. Yeah. It was one of my favorites. I like the voiceover parts. Yes, that that's really right. Good. That's right. Dragnet I has... like how Michael decided to lose his voice that's true. last night. Dragnet <laughs> had running narration over it. And so the guy playing Joe Friday, shout out to our pal Michael, had recorded all those ahead of time. And then the day before the show, he got like laryngitis and couldn't talk. So the voiceovers, he's all like, yeah, hey, it's me, Joe Friday. And then in the show, he's like, hello. <laughs> So it didn't, it didn't sound the same at all. But anyway, so so we got a special episode today. This is our first guest who's run through. She's not just showing up at a, a special segment. She's just she's here. She's in it to win it. So we'll see. Thanks all right, for so having me. Yeah, you're welcome. Let's talk bookmark. Eric, what have you been reading? Um, I didn't read anything since we last wow. recorded. I've wow. read about I'm eleven percent in to Calvin's War. That is a really specific number you're throwing at me. Well, that's what Goodreads tells me. I see. Um, and that's the sequel to Leviathan Wakes. That is the sequel to Leviathan Wakes. Okay. Book two of the Expanse series. Wow. Can I, can I tell you though, I went, when I, I was in Florida, to. I went to this bookstore called Chamblin's. Yeah, he it was the greatest got, bookstore in the world. He got me nothing. He knows all the things I like. Okay, <laughs> I, all you would want is Star Trek books yeah. and they had thousands. I, I wouldn't know which on one to get. Goodreads. That, I'd have to Just go to your Goodreads, see what you've read, if I've shelved see what you don't have to compare them to, own. You're impossible. <laughs> I'm impossible. I know. Anyway, what? I wasn't saying. So, t- I was. so you bought you bought a whole stack of books. Yeah, hold all on. Right. I'm trying to find the picture I took of all the. There, I found it. Oh, cut it out. Fabulous. I prepared. got a copy of the science fiction illustrated encyclopedia. Remember, I talked about that in the nonfiction. Yeah, yeah. Talk we did. Yeah, it was the only one, and I asked the lady at the place. In this place, you walk in and you could just get lost forever. Like, I saw the pictures you. Posted. I've lost it, my wife before. It looks there. like an so, amazing book. Yeah, I lost my wife. I left with like a book, and I was like, "Wait a minute, this book's not my wife." I had to go oh, back classic. in. Classic. Did you find her again? No, mm-hmm. I think she's still in Florida. Okay. So shout out to my wife Kendra. Uh, come home, honey. Oh wow! <laughs> you, left, you got on the plane and everything. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I kept thinking, wow. like, is she okay. gonna get on this plane with me? One time, my grandparents were in a pet store and they separated, like they were looking at different things. And my grandpa came up and grabbed her hand, and they like walked around for a little bit and got up to the car, and he looked up, different woman. But wow. she'd like seen my grandma, and okay. like, and they like made eye contact, and they were like, Hoo-hoo-hoo. so like this stranger was in on this joke, but it scared my grandpa. That's oh my gosh, that yeah. is scary. He basically kidnapped someone. Okay. <laughs> I guess is what we're saying. So. All right. That's hilarious. All right, so your grandpa, your grandpa was terrified. It was a kidnapping. All right, yeah. well, this is a different story. Oh, okay. So I asked the lady where to find the book because it's an encyclopedia. It's nonfiction, but it's about science fiction. She okay. suggested the reference books. She couldn't have been more wrong. Wow. I had to go to the horror section, which is farther away from the sci-fi section than the kids' books. Uh-huh. And there it was next to the books about like the Star Wars art and everything. I see. But I found it. So I got That's it. That's great. Yeah. And I bought a whole bunch of books. I'm just going to tell you all the books I got. I'm ready. Yeah. All right. I bought The Immortal by Roger Zellini, who wrote Lord of Light, which I just read. 
I bought Gateway by Frederick Pohl. I bought A Case of Conscience by James Blish. Hey, I read... Uh, the Halfling Gem, book three of the Icewind Dale trilogy. I've read some James Blish books. Have you? Yeah. This is his Hugo winner. I haven't read I, that. Uh, Samuel D... Oh, Samuel R. Delaney has the Einstein intersection, and now I have it as well. Wow. Uh, a Wizard of Earth, Ursula K. Le Guin. This is frustrating. I bought it because it was the same design as the three books I have. I had yeah. books two, three, and four of the Mercy uh-huh. series. Needed the first one in the same design. Got it. It's taller and thinner than the other books. Uh-huh. And it comes out further in the bookcase. So That's, now I still need to find that copy. That is disgusting. And I got myself a copy of Canticle of Wee Boys, which is one of my favorite books of all time. You just mentioned that. Yeah. You just mentioned so, that like last week. I know. What so, a coincidence. all these books are like... You can't even get some of them on uh, ebook on Amazon. Oh, wow. So oh, wow. that's what I will be reading. Okay. Oh, thank you for the, yeah. the thing and interest, Amy. Yeah. yeah. That's actually really cool. Yeah. That is cool. There you go. What, about, right. you, what about you, Amy? You reading anything good lately? Yeah. So actually, I just went to Sweden and I brought three books with me. Got to brag. She's got to brag. Yeah. She went to Sweden. No, no. But I didn't read any of I've them. I've been in a pyramid. I, I went was... to Olean recently. So. <laughs> I was there for six okay. weeks. Didn't read more than 10 pages of any of them. Okay. Then I got to the airport on the way home and I had like eight hours in the airport and I bought Lena Dunham's Not That Kind of Girl. Oh, yeah. That was and a bestseller. That was a huge hit. Yeah. I read like 90% of it that day. Really? So I have just a little bit more, but it's pretty excellent. Okay. I like it All a right. lot. You're in on, we have it. We have I think it. Here this in is the, the first time the word excellent has been used on the podcast. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Not e- wait, what about in like a content? I think we've done a Bill and Ted thing before. No. Excellent. I, no. <laughs> All right. Oh, like if I did like a 70s guy? Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Okay. All right. So, That's I mean, there there's no way to verify that. <laughs> no. Uh, we can have Roger, our intern. Yeah, here. Roger, can you go can back you go, and just... Can you pull through the old episode? Roger? Wow. Okay. Really professional. <laughs> yeah, sorry you had to see that, Amy. I know. There's a lady we present, We have a Roger. guest, Roger. All right. Woo, back on track. Back on track. Yeah, he's from an older time. He is. So. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a different yeah. different time. World War One, actually. I think he is. Yeah, yeah. he's the it's oldest. One of our senior intern. intern programs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a senior exchange intern yeah. program. Yeah. So it's uh, it's not going well. <laughs> I think we can say you will not be getting a good review, Roger. <laughs> so, um, Eric, your implied question was, "What have I been reading?" And I'd love to answer that for you. So here it is. Uh, I finished reading. Okay, now this is Star Trek, so I don't want to hear <laughs> it. Nerd alert! But our our vo- we have the first three volumes, first four volumes of the Star Trek ongoing graphic novel series, and three of them have been lost like forever. And I thought they were gone forever. Like they Voyager. came back. Yeah, it was like a Prodigal Son situation where like it came Voyager back. Voyager, Star Trek. Yeah, right. Okay. Like they came back. Right. And so first thing I did was read volume three because well, I hadn't if, read it. So. If it was a Prodigal Son. Situation, wouldn't yeah. you now be angry that we're all like Star Trek's back and like, well, no, I've because, been here the whole no, time. No, 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 because I'm the father in this situation. Right. Oh. <laughs> yeah. All right, so our Star Wars comics. Yeah, like our, the... our Star Wars comics that have been here the whole time. Yeah. They're not happy. Yeah. They're not happy. But Star Wars comics, we've always loved you. I know. That's we, the way you it know is. we always loved yeah. you, Star Wars anyway, comics. Anyway, I read volume three. I like right. it. So check it out yeah. before the movie comes out. I also read, <laughs> again, I don't want to hear it. I read Green Hornet Volume 3, Idols. Nerd alert! I know. First post-Kevin Smith volume. Still liked it. Not as good, but it's a fun series. So, so we have, weird. We have, uh, <laughs> we have four volumes of it, so come in and check it out, and then we can talk about it, listeners, you and me. Just, a, just the <laughs> yeah. two of us. I also finished... I don't Andy. think you understand how podcasts work. Oh, I understand exactly how <laughs> okay. it works. There's one person in a box right. on the other side of that room listening to me, and then we're going to talk about this later. Right. Is okay. that correct? Yeah. Okay. Fourteenth yeah. uh, Deadly Sin by James Patterson yeah. and Maxine Pietro. Not impressed. Okay. Can I say that? Right. I like James Patterson. And stuff. we agree that the Fourteenth Deadly Sin is when you throw a dart and no. it gets like off the dartboard, like into the wall right no, next to no, it. No, 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 no. It's when it's when you pour some orange juice and then there's no more orange juice left and you put it in the fridge. Oh, all right. That's that is the Fourteenth Deadly Sin. sin. So you yeah. want to avoid that. Yeah. I like James Patterson. Okay. Like I like real James Patterson. Friend of the show. Like Alex Alex Cross, where he actually writes. Mm-hmm. I like fake James Patterson, like NYPD Blue or okay. not? Sorry, NYPD Red. And yeah. uh, Murder House, I like those. Okay. Now, this is the second collaboration with Maxine Pietro that I've read. The first was Private. And this one, uh, I felt the exact same way about it. I just don't like her writing. It's The dialogue's not good. Like, mm. the characters. I wish that I would have gone and, like, highlighted some of the phrases that she used because they were just silly. That would have been even nerdier than your Star Trek reading. But she, I don't know. She said, like, the, the, the main well, character. Well, this is a poor sentence. Highlight. No, it's worse than that. Like, the main character comes home and she's like, oh, I'm so tired. I just need a good 15 minutes in the old hot box. 
No one calls a shower a hot box, oh, Maxine. Wow. I didn't even know what that was. I know. I was that's, very confused. It took me a little. That's what we call a shower? I guess. It was box. like a wet hot box. It was stupid. Oh, but it I was thought there. a hot box was like a box that you got put in yeah. when you were like being bad. Yeah. You're like, oh, let me out of this hot box. hot box. It's a hot box for you. No. <laughs> yeah. So okay. anyway, I didn't like it. Yeah. But the the Women's Murder Club, of which this is one, yeah. are super popular. I mean, yeah. we always get multiple copies of these because everyone wants them. Yeah. More than Alex Cross, more than the other James things. James Patterson so... is the McDonald's of literature, correct? Wow. <laughs> well, it's like fast food. No, I understand. You're yeah. absolutely right. And okay. uh, we should talk about, I mean, I guess this is kind of book news, but I just want to mention the new book shots. Have you seen his book shots that he's doing? So our, yeah. old, our old pen they're just, friend... They're just... Aren't they they're just novellas. novellas? They're novellas. So is it like they're well, novellas men read for novellas, men? Yeah, exactly. But they'll read a bookshot. Exactly. I mean, you That's see, stupid. you see novella, and it just seems adorable. It's like something Jane Austen would write. You know, you see an Alex Cross bookshot. You know, and you need it. So I had a woman come. I know. Never mind. Okay, I'm not. There, wow. there was a sexist situation at the library a few right. days ago, but I won't so, bring it up. Tune into our after hours podcast to yeah. hear that and a lot of gossip from the college <laughs> yeah. era. Yeah. Just kidding. We're not going to talk about that. Uh, what am I currently reading? Well, I'll answer you, Eric. I'm currently reading Year of Wonders for the Book Club yeah. by Geraldine Brooks. I don't like it, but if you want to join us for Do the book like club, Do you like the song come. Seven Wonders? No, it's not Seven Wonders. Ninth World? Eighth World Wonder. Do you remember that one? No, I don't. Who's it by? Seven Nights and Seven Nights. Oh, now I know. Yeah. yeah. No, I don't know. I'm sorry. <laughs> year, year of Wonder. Okay. I don't like. Uh, the Wonder Years, starring Fred Savage. I do like. Sure. So. Yeah. Do you like The Grinder with Fred Savage? I only watched a few episodes, and then it was canceled. Okay. I love Rob Lowe. Okay. I love Rob Lowe from, like, classic Brat Pack, St. Elmo's Fire days. I love Rob Lowe from, like, West Wing days. So I'm sure I would have gotten into Those it. are two different things you like him in. Yeah. yeah okay. Well, it's a different era. Yeah. You know, anyway. Did you read his books? No, I haven't Things read Things I only books. tell my friends. But then we realized, wait, we're reading that. I know. We're his friends. I know. I know. Yeah. It's Thank acceptance you, Rob from Rob Lowe. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Hollywood's nicest man. I don't think that's true. No. I think he's a bit of a diva. That's what really? I hear. That's what I hear. Who would be Hollywood's nicest man? Tom Hanks, obviously. Oh, uh, yeah. Be Tom Hanks. Sure. Yeah. Or the other guy from Bosom Buddies. Either Tom Hanks or Peter Scolari. The okay. Nicest, nicest yeah. man in Hollywood. Yeah. Uh, and then finally, no, no, two. All New X-Men, Volume 4, all different. Currently reading that. Do you like nice. that series? No. It's the original X-Men traveling to the yeah. current time. I, I don't love that concept. I don't love that era of X-Men. And I hate Brian Michael Bendis when he writes the X-Men. I, I hate know. it when he writes teams. I know you do. Sorry, man. That's you brought right. it up. I know. I'm enjoying it. Finally. Actually, I haven't read a single good thing by Brian Michael Bendis since 2004. Wow. Take that, Bendis. I read something. Oh, I think he just wrote the new Iron Man that I read. Invincible oh, Iron Man. Yeah. I'm sure. Is there a lot of dialogue boxes? No, actually, it wasn't dialogue heavy. Oh, cool. so It was thought bubble anyway, heavy. So for real, I haven't seen a thought bubble in a comic book since 2004. I'm having one right now. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, end of Watch by Stephen King. Yeah. Got myself a copy of Old yeah. End of Watch, reading it. Yeah. Here's my disappointment, okay? If you'll recall, Mr. Mercedes, I didn't love so much. No. Finders Keepers, I loved so much. Right. End of Watch is really more like a sequel to... Mr. Mercedes, and you could almost skip Finders Keepers okay. totally. So it's a little odd. I'm enjoying it, but I'm not loving it, and I loved, loved Finders Keepers. So I love, was hoping loved. that that would like okay. keep going. But anyway. Why don't you just relax and let the book be itself? Hey, this isn't a book, but it's going to be occupying a lot of my time. I'm now listening to the Red Hot Chili Peppers' new uh, album, yes. It's okay. a Getaway. Yeah, I 13 brand that. new Red Hot Chili Pepper songs. Have you gone through the whole album yet? I did last night. Okay. It it's Wait, technically came out today, oh my gosh. but at 11.30 it was available on iTunes, which means at 11.30 it was available to listen to in full on YouTube. I since see. I had already bought my copy and was on the way, I had yeah. no moral qualms about yeah, it. No, I so I just sat there in bed with headphones and listened to it for an hour. Wow, that is a tragic picture. What? No, it's not. Actually, <laughs> no. one time... You're like covered in pork rinds. <laughs> Just weeping. <laughs> oh, it's great. Bump, day, bump. No, that's a different song. Oh. Do you know Chris Rock directed I do know the Chris video Rock, yeah. for Humpty Bump? No, I don't. Uh, the Red Hot Chili Pepper song? Wow. Apparently, I saw him introducing them for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and he said he went to that the first time he saw them. It was by accident because he was going to see a concert that was a block away. Oh. He was like, Why are these white people here? Right. And then it was the Red Hot Chili Peppers, and wow. they all came out. Look at that. So that's amazing. Now he loves their music. Now he does. And so do I, Chris Rock. So you, you are a fan of this. Yeah, I like it. Elton John. Does the piano on track six, uh, Sick Love. And it has like a lost, like, 70s, like somebody oh. from the 70s who was writing in the 70s was suddenly transported into today. Wow. Kept writing the same song. And Can I tell you, I, I don't think that Elton John would appreciate that. 
It doesn't sound like a positive thing. It, it does like, sound positive. It sounds like Elton John is stuck in the 70s. Oh, well, maybe. Oh, okay. <laughs> Has uh, he written anything? Well, I guess the Lion King soundtrack. Yeah. Yeah, that's not very that's 70s. Perfect. Yeah. No, not Man, 70s though, how cool would the Lion King soundtrack be if it was like written in the style of the 70s? I would love it. Yeah. So, have you, so you, you, two thumbs up. How do you think yeah. it rates with their well, recent see, output? I have a problem where like real Red Hot Chili Pepper fans, like oh fans of them from the 80s, yeah. don't love their newer stuff because it's a little bit more melodic and everything and not as punk. It, it would almost have to be. Yeah. So, but I like I like it. You I like, like that they're changing. Okay. John Fashanti's not there. Got... They can't have the, the same sound, so yeah. I like a different sound. Okay. It, other reviews are good. Yeah. The reviews are pretty positive, yeah. so that's cool. Our, our copy is on its way. It's not here yet, but we will have it. The Getaway by the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah. We do have Good Times by the Monkees, which I'm super <laughs> excited about. Okay. You I already own your copy, though. I know. I have my own copy. You listen to it a lot. I have listened to it a lot. I like it. Here's what I like about it. Are you it's ready? The monkeys? It, it sounds like it's from the 70s? Yes. <laughs> no, it's like they, they did an album in like the ni- 20 years ago in the 90s. Yeah. But it was like, we're going to have our fresh like monkey sound. And like nobody wants that. They want, just want the monkeys to sound like it's 1969. Yeah. You know, which they've is. done on Good Times. So good if you're a monkeys fan, a fan of the 60s, a fan of summer or happiness, <laughs> I recommend checking out Good Times. Amy, what have you been listening to? By the monkeys. To? Nothing. No, no new music picks. Actually, I thought you were a creative actually, person. Actually, yeah, I've been here. listening to Hamilton, the musical. Oh my gosh, Amy, why? And, what? No. And I got tickets for 2016. What? <laughs> oh my gosh. Do you have two tickets? One for you and one for me? I do have two tickets. Oh! Amy, uh, I, you probably have plans, but I think you have to take Eric. So whoever you're planning, because this has been like an... Uh, Eric was like on the ground floor of the Hamilton craze. Like, years ago. Years ago. Wow. Yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. That's so yeah. cool. Yeah. I even brought it up on the podcast. He did. It's like, there is a Hamilton song written by this guy that he played at yeah. the White House years ago, yeah, and I've yeah. been waiting for that musical. Yeah. And then somebody was like, you know, the musical's out. I was like, what? Yeah. This is so, true. This is absolute yeah. truth. So if you look, if you, I'm not going to throw away my shot. So you you need to give me that ticket right yeah. now. You want to be in the room where it happens. Yeah, yeah. I get it. Yeah. Hamilton reference. We have the soundtrack. I don't want you to come back and me have to say what did I miss? Yeah, yeah. We have the soundtrack. We have the book yeah. that just came out. Yeah. If you want to look at that. And remember, in September, the library is going to be housing replicas of the uh, Hamilton Burr pistols that yeah. are like oh, expertly yeah. done. So, cool. so it's yeah. as close as seeing the real thing as you're ever going to get, unless you're in a vault in the J.P. Morgan yeah. Bank. Or you so. were Alexander Hamilton. Yeah, if you're Alexander Hamilton or Aaron Burr, you probably yeah. saw him a little closer. But right. anyway, me. are you Aaron Burr, sir? I don't want to do this. <laughs> <laughs> Cool. So, all right. So that's your music. You've been listening to yes. Hamilton. You're yes, digging. You're digging Hamilton. Okay. Yeah. Did it win? What? What did it win for Tonys? It, it won like everything, right? One or eleven Tonys. I'm 11 sorry. Tonys. It won eleven Tonys. Eleven this year. Tonys. That's so many. Yeah. yeah. That's so yeah. many. Tony the Tiger. Tony yeah. Romano. <laughs> yeah. Is there a Tony Romano? Who am I thinking of? I have no. Are you thinking of Tony Orlando? No. Who's the guy from uh, Ray Romano? Ray Romano. But who's the guy from? Uh, who's the boss? Tony, Romo Tony Danza. Tony Danza. Tony Danza. Yeah, Tony Danza. Hey, oh, <laughs> Angela. Love that show. Yeah. You know, only first season of Who's the Boss is available on DVD. We're so off topic. What? <laughs> on our Who's the We're Boss? We're like twenty podcast? minutes in and we haven't gotten no, to book news. This is exactly the way it's supposed to go. Okay. <laughs> we already covered James Patterson's book. You're right. Shots, I need so to take a break. News. Yeah. Folks, we'll be right back. Just kidding. We don't have sponsors. No. All right, Eric. What if we did, though? Who would they be? Probably the musical Hamilton. Probably. So. Yeah. Star Trek. Yeah. The 70s. Yeah, would Coca-Cola. probably want to Yeah, the 70s. Hey, do you hate today? Yeah. Well, go back to the 70s. Everything's just the way you left it. Do you remember in the early days of all the books when you used to bring me a Coke every single day? Yeah. <gasps> I remember that. Yeah. It got expensive, man. I miss it. Also, it's probably bad for us. It was terrible for us, but <laughs> so. our Coke budget was on. Amy brought us uh, Oreo balls. Yeah. Eric yeah. tried one, but they're warm now, and he almost died. Yeah. <laughs> so Super we're going to refrigerate them. Okay. <laughs> Everything will be fine. All right. So do you have, uh, what do you call them, advance notices? I do, Eric. I'm glad you asked. Do you want to explain advance notices? You haven't explained what these are in a long okay. time. Well, folks. New listeners, every podcast is somebody's first podcast. Yeah. So if- you got to explain your powers, how you got them, okay. your living situation, yeah. who your main enemies are, and yes. why you're not telling Mary Jane your secret. Okay. What about like my other social entanglements? Yeah, but I mean, it'd be better if you told us about those, like Backgrounds, we saw them. my family. Yeah, get into you those. Need that kind okay. of stuff. Okay. <laughs> All right, so advance notices for our book news segment. I like to tell you things that are coming out several months from now. So this is, we got the first little hint from the publishers that these books are coming out. And so you can mark your calendars for these. Most of these are coming out in September. So uh, take a look at these I have like down no the road. book news over here. That's sad. So I hope you've got game. Oh, okay. Well, challenge accepted. <laughs> All right. 
Okay. Do you want to so, play basketball right now? I don't. I've never wanted to play basketball in my life. But you'll play baseball? Yeah, America's play baseball. most boring sport? It's boring to watch, <laughs> but I like playing baseball. It's also boring to play, though. A little bit. When is it fun to play? When you're up to I bat? I played basketball for two years in fifth and sixth grade, so I'm a bit of a jock. <laughs> okay. I played basketball on my PS2. Can I tell you, I was in a play once. I was in Meet Me in St. Louis, and the character's supposed to be, like, a baseball player. Uh-huh. And we had to, like, play catch. We had to, like, have a catch. Uh-huh. And I was really nervous about it. I didn't want to be like, eh, and just, like, drop the ball. Yeah. Drop the ball literally yeah. and figuratively. Yeah. So, I didn't. All right, so this one is early, coming out July 2nd in a special library binding. This is, there's so many colons in this. I love it. It's colon heavy. Yeah. Uh, we have coming out. I guess you could say uh, this is real. Colonoscopy. That's right. July. I don't know why you would say that. July though. 2nd by uh, David George. We have Star Trek, colon, the original series, colon, Crucible, colon, Kirk, colon. Oh my gosh. <laughs> the star to every wandering. Colon? No, that's it. Oh, okay. The star to every wandering. Wow, so that beats is... out that Star Wars book I read that one time. Yeah, so Remember this is it was a... like Star Wars, colon, I know. episode 7, colon. I know. This, this is, there's a lot of colons. Yeah. A lot of colons. Uh, in a single moment, the lives of three men will be forever changed in that split second defined paradoxically by both salvation and loss. Oh, no. They will destroy the world and then restore it. So, happy ending. Oh, yeah. What's the problem? Much had come before and much would come after, but nothing would color their lives more than that one isolated instant on the edge of forever. <laughs> so, right. if you're a sci-fi fan, a Star Trek fan, a Bill Shatner fan, July 2nd's your day. All right. Was that so, it? No, that was just one. That, oh. that got its own separate sheet for some reason. Oh, I don't, I don't know why. Bill I, Shatner. I don't make the rules. Also, he didn't write it. Uh, from Agatha Raisin. Are you you know the Agatha Raisin series? No. Okay. Are you this familiar a, with the Raisin Band? What I'm, are they called? The, the California Raisins? Yeah, the California Raisins. Yeah, Who's the Raisinettes? Probably Those are the, the, that's the like, female. That's the chipettes yeah. to their chipmunks. Okay. So, Agatha Raisin fans, and I know you are legion here in this library because this is a very popular series. Uh, By M.C. Beaton, we have Pushing Up Daisies. Mm -hmm. It's not a very original title. I think we've heard it before. Well, her her originality is more on the mic. I see. So okay, yeah. I don't get it. MC Beaton. Yeah, tell me that's not perfect. Oh, that is a great. Yeah, you're right. So it's like Sir Mix a Lot level. Yeah. Uh, Pushing Up Daisies, Agatha Raisin, number 27. Have you read Have you read the first 26, Eric? No, but I have had a box of raisins you've, before. You've had raisins before. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. I would say you they're know better that, than the, their reputation. Did you know that raisins are merely old grapes? Yes. <laughs> it's true. And did you know grapes oh, are merely the dreams of vines? Wow. Mm-hmm. I thought you were going to say something stupid, but that was deep. <laughs> yeah. Wow. All right. <laughs> when why I, they can sour. We're oh, I like that. Thanks, yeah. man. I'm gonna keep going until we're, I run out of steam. We're doing an MC Beaton book for book club in December. It's yeah. a Christmas book, so keep an eye out for that. But I'm about to drop up, the MC Beaton. Pushing up daisies. When Agatha Raisin left behind her PR business in London, she fulfilled her dream of settling in her cozy British Cotswolds. I don't know what that means. Where Ooh, she began a successful private detective agency. Unfortunately, the village she lives in is about to get a little less cozy. Lord Bellington, a wealthy land developer, wants to turn the community garden into a housing estate. When Agatha and her friend Sir Charles Fraith attempt to convince Lord Bellington to abandon his plans, he scoffs, Do you think I give a damn about those pesky villagers? So when Agatha finds his obituary in the newspaper two weeks later, it's no surprise that some in town are feeling celebratory. All right. Nail-biter. Yeah. nail yeah. Biter. Well, is that true for people who, like, have a bad habit of biting their nails? You do that all the time. Yeah, so how would I know? So how would gross. I know that a movie is, like, too tense on biting my nails? You're like an animal. You're an animal. <laughs> You're like a stupid animal that nobody wants to keep as a pet. So rude. Uh, Fates and Traitors by Jennifer... Sh- oh, I'm sorry. You wouldn't be Shavarini. a stupid animal. You'd Shavarini. be a fun animal. Thank you, man. So these are this uh, MC Beaton's coming out September 20th. You're Gen- the spirit of a ferret. Jennifer... <laughs> Shaverini, oh my gosh, (laughs) comes out September 13th. Fates and Traitors, a novel of John Wilkes Booth. Oh, boy. We all know John Wilkes Booth, a famous actor from the 1800s. Yeah. (laughs) The New York Times bestselling author of Mrs. Lincoln's Dressmaker returns with a riveting work of historical fiction following the notorious John Wilkes Booth and the four women who kept his perilous confidence. What if he was just acting? But somebody switched his prop gun oh boy. with a real gun. And yeah. they're the real criminal. He's like, watch as I pretend to shoot the president. Yeah. And then they're like, oh no. I like that. Yeah. It's possible. Yeah. It's certainly possible. I love a good historical conspiracy theory. Yeah. So that's right up my alley. Okay, cool. 
Uh, Oliver Stone, you better get to work on this new movie. Yeah. Uh, Harlan Coben. This should be the role to die for. <laughs> Harlan Coben's returning to his uh, Myron Bolitar series. Ah. I've never read one of these. I've read some no. ha- Harlan Coben and I enjoyed them. And actually, we're doing the first Harlan Coben uh, deal breaker over the summer reading program. So Ooh. we're doing that for a book uh, club. Sorry. That's he a also has a, a YA spinoff series. Does he really? About this character's nephew, the Mickey Bolitar series, which we do have. Yeah, kids love it. They, they he's love always it. like, do you have that Harlan Coben they book? They do love it. Love it. So this is Myron Bolotar number 11, called Home, and this is coming out September 20th. Okay. The boy who had been missing for 10 years was right in front of him. It's <laughs> confusing. <laughs> Sorry. Well, I don't know. A decade ago. He's been blind for 10 years. Yeah. A decade ago, kidnappers grabbed two boys oh, from wealthy families yeah. and demanded ransom, then went silent. No trace of the boys ever surfaced. Ever. Drawing on his singular talent, Harlan Coben delivers an explosive and deeply moving thriller about friendship, family, and the meaning of life. Okay. Harlan Coben. All right, finally, uh, we have by Reed Coleman, a Reed Farrell Coleman taking over from the late Robert B. Parker, uh, picking up the Jesse Stone series at book 15, we have Debt to Pay. I love Jesse Stone. I, know. I love the Tom Stop Selleck movies. All the time. I love the books. And I can't bring myself to read these new, new writers. It's your Crucible. It is my Crucible. Thank you. Your Star Trek colon... Crucible colon? colon the Kirk. original series colon. colon. Yeah. yeah. So this is Debt to Pay, book 15 in the yeah. Jesse Stone series. This brilliant new novel in Robert B. Oh. Parker's New York Times bestselling series features police chief Jesse Stone. All is quiet in paradise except for a spate of innocuous vandalism. Good mm. thing, too, because Jesse Stone is preoccupied with the women in his life, oh, both past sure. and present. I'm not going to, I don't want to spoil this for myself, so I'm going to stop right there. Okay. <laughs> Jesse Stone uh, returns in Debt to Pay, coming out. September 13th. Yes. All right. Be Jesse That's Stone. Be Jesse Stone. All right, Eric, hit me with uh, what's coming out All these books soon. are coming out June 21st. What if, this, what if the title of this podcast was All These Books? Would it still be as catchy? Amy, what do you think? I don't know. I like What if it was like deeply like Southern? Like, you listen to all them books yet? Yeah. <laughs> That's what, like, what if it was Y'all These Books? <laughs> <laughs> y'all These Books. <laughs> There we go. We should do that. It would it would appeal yeah. to a new market. Yeah, it would. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So coming out, uh, what day did you say? Oh, boy. I don't remember. It's, I'm looking at it. June 21st. Thank, thank you, Amy. Thank you. Thank you. I have it. I was listening. Thank I was you. Helping. Thank you, Amy. I was helping. Oh, boy. She was helping. Uh, All right. Whatever. So Bill O'Reilly, <laughs> is, I guess they're done with the uh, Killing People series. I... I like those books. Well, they have a new one. Remember there was the Killing Reagan book, and we were like, well, the only thing that killed Reagan was time? Yeah. Well, now they have a new book about Reagan. The Day the President Was Shot, The Secret Service, the FBI, A Would-Be Killer, and the Attempted Assassination of Ronald Reagan. I think that's juvenile. Yeah, look at that. The teen yeah. and youth adult. Yeah. Each, each one of those books. Well, I don't know if the patent one. I cannot tell you how many teens come into the library Just asking begging. for more books about Ronald Reagan. Yeah, Bill O'Reilly. It's crazy. I know. There's, I think there's a YA equivalent to all of those books. Oh, you're right. So they write like a, right. an offshoot. But all right, well, here comes I don't, You know, I, whether you're a Bill Riley fan or not, I like those books. And they're probably really written by Martin Dugard, who's the uh, co-author. Sure. But they're, they're very, like, action-packed. I okay. like them. I like them. Anyway. Okay. Continue. Vinegar Girl, a novel. It's the Hogarth Shakespeare series by Ann Tyler. I don't know... Oh, is. Ann Tyler. Yeah, oh, you yeah. do know who she is. Mm-hmm. Are you friends? No, I read. Uh, we read the Beginner's Goodbye for book club, and oh. we're doing another Ann Tyler. Is that part of the year. Hogarth Shakespeare thing? Mm-mm. Okay. <laughs> wow, you were sassy in that. Note. Sorry. You're like. Mm-mm. Sorry. Uh, friend of the show, Sally Murphy, is a big Ann Tyler fan, so she'll, okay. she'll be excited about that. Um, Hi, Sally. Let's see. What do we got here? Robert. Can I Mullums. tell you something? Hold on. I'm sorry. Sure. One time when Sally was listening to us. Uh, Podcasting. She was then in a car accident while listening to us. Yeah. So I feel like I shouldn't. Maybe I shouldn't have said hi to her because I don't want to distract yeah. her too you much. Crash into another so. car. Uh, she was fine. Everyone. She was fine. Robert Ludlum's trademark. Okay. The Born Enigma. Jason Bourne series. Wow. Eric Van Lustbander Ooh. says a new Jason Bourne novel. They they are TMing uh, Robert Ludlum's name yeah. now. So he's a wow. trademark. I have read. The I would first... love my name to get trademarked. We featured the first Jason Bourne book on our uh, first Hidden Treasures episode. I love the first book. Yeah, which I haven't read the others, but it's like you know what's another hidden treasure, The Shining. The point was <laughs> that nobody now reads that book; they just go by the movies. Yeah, you know? nobody reads The Shining anymore either. I love The Shining. Okay, 
The Pursuit, a Fox and O'Hare novel. I see what you did there, oh, Janet Bonovich. Oh, boy. And Lee Goldberg. Yeah, Lee Goldberg. This is book five of five. I have read Lee Goldberg books. He wrote all the Diagnosis Murder books. I read those. Mm-hmm. Tried to read a Janet Ivanovich. Not my cup Fox of tea. Fox and O'Hare. Fox and O'Hare, like Fox and Hare. Yeah. Yeah. So. Fox and O'Hound. Yeah. The book, <laughs> the book cover looks like it's put together with puzzle pieces. Oh, my goodness. So. That was the Tortoise and O'Hare Hopefully it's a book series. and not a puzzle. Is that right? Tortoise and O'Hare? Yeah. Uh, Born of Legend, The League, Nemesis Rising by Sharon, uh, oh, Sherilyn Kenyon. Sherilyn Kenyon. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Looks like she's, uh, has some free time after suing Cassandra Clare. That's right. For That's writing right. the there same book, a, I guess. There was a kerfuffle. Yeah. Sherilyn Kenyon, Kenyon yeah. took, uh, Cassandra Clare to court over the Mortal Hunted, Instrument series. hated, betrayed, Dagger Ixer is on the run for his life. His first name is Dagger. Wow. Yeah. That, that's cutting right to it. Who needs character development when you can yeah. just name a character? It's official. Take a psycho to work day. Why else yeah. would I be here? Yeah. Man, what if there was take your psycho to work day? I, I would not want to go in that yeah. day. Wait. Dagger. <laughs> I just laughed about the name. Uh, I'm going to write a novel. The main character's name is going to be Aggressive. There you go, yeah. Aggressive punch face. But what's he, but what's he like? <laughs> um, Dark Knight, spelt with an N-I-G-H-T. Okay. A True Batman Story by Paul Dini. Oh, what's it about? Paul Dini is a, uh, I want to say famous because not everybody knows who he yeah. is. He's written a lot of Batman stuff yeah. from the 90s and everything. Involved it's in a story series. about a guy Created who, Harley Quinn. Uh, it's autobiographical. I, I said that wrong. Autobiographical. Yes. Uh, That's why I'm here, buddy. As a savior who helps a discouraged man recover from a brutal attack that left him unable to face the world. So it's probably about somebody who reads about Batman is like, oh. I see. Batman's inspiring. Is that someone you? Maybe. Congratulations. I think it's about Paul Dini in this situation, uh, actually. That makes um, sense. Given last thing I have, because it's been like, nothing's coming out wow, this week. Drought. Tokyo Ghoul Volume 7 oh. by Sue Ishida. Okay. Nope. Ishida. Ishida. Stop. Sue Ishida. <laughs> anyway, this is number seven. Tokyo Ghoul is like the biggest thing in the manga world right now. That is true. It's always on uh, the New York Times bestsellers, Barnes & Noble's bestseller. I, I know we have it because... I was here when they came in, but that was the last yeah. time I saw them yeah. on our shelves. So <laughs> they've never come back. Yeah, every time they come in, I have they're, the they're newest just one just goes. Yeah, they just go. So it's extremely popular. Super popular. So, and that's what I got. So you want to read the New York Times bestsellers list? Do I ever? All right. What do we have? Tell me. Um, I'm interested to see. What before you look at it? Let's guess. Where is Stephen King on the list? Are you gonna guess? I'm gonna. Do you know? Yeah. You know the answer. Yeah. You do guess. You, do you I know won't the answer, look. Amy? I don't. Amy, what's your guess? You go first, because I have oh, no boy. idea. <laughs> Does he still have it? Does he still have it in him? Couldn't tell you. I'm going to say... I'm going to say number two. Okay. Ready? Amy, what's your guess? I'll say four. Four. All right. Ready? Yeah. Number 17, The Nightingale by Kristen Henna. Don't start there. I don't <laughs> want to hear about The Nightingale. All right. Number 13, so All the Light We Cannot don't See. Don't do it. Just start at 10. Everyone starts at 10. All right. All right. Number 10, The Last Mile by David Baldacci. All right. Number 9, 15th Affair by James Patterson and Maxine Pietro. Pass. We were just talking about them. Hard pass. Is that part of the Deadly Sins, or does she write other stuff? The the series is Woman's Murder Club. Got it. Number 8, All Summer Long by Dorothy Benton Frank, which is coming out in paperback in a couple weeks. Well, we've been having fun all summer long. That's what the Beach Boys say. Hmm. Dishonorable Intentions, Stuart Woods, number 7. That's his debut. Stuart Woods. Stewie. Uh, well, and yeah, I mean, Brad Meltzer here beat him out with the House of Secrets at number Meltzer? six. Meltzer? Yeah, well, he's working with Todd Goldberg, and you know how Goldberg is. Oh, yeah, he's a big Goldberg fan, yeah. Uh, Before the Fall by Noah Harley. Okay. A, after a private plane, after a private jet crashes, a firestorm of media madness ensures. Okay. That needs a better tagline. Yeah. Uh, number four, After You, JoJo Moyes. <laughs> Did I say that wrong? You know you said it just right. Oh. I was just thinking of happier times. But it's a spoiler summary, so don't read yeah, it. Yeah, don't read it. Actually, I picked up that book. I was going to read it, and I really was not impressed with the, how it started. So mm. maybe I won't know. Number three, maybe The Emperor's the Revenge. Clive Cussler and Boyd Morrison. New Groove. Number two, Girl on the Train, Paula Hawkins. I was wrong. You know what? Girl on the Train is coming out in paperback in like a week or two. Yeah. So I'm wondering if it's going to stop showing up on the hardcover list. It might. Number one. Uh, All the Light We Cannot See. Don't. By, no, just kidding. That's End of Watch by Stephen King. He did it. Okay, The conclusion good. of the Bill Hodges trilogy. Good for you, Steve. Stephen King still has it. Okay. Every day, 
That's exciting. He's got it still. He wakes up and he looks in the mirror and he's like, you're horrifying. <laughs> then he sits down so, on his yeah. typewriter. Yeah. So that's pretty rough. Stuart Woods, number seven debut. Well, yeah. So. I'm kind of surprised that those are still coming out in hardcover, honestly. I feel like that's more the of Stuart a Stuart Woods Yeah, stuff? I feel like it's more of a paperback. You know what? Uh, number 14 is The Nest by Cynthia Diaprick-Sweeney. Yeah, We've yeah. talked about that. We have. I saw somebody reading that in the airport. Did you? Yeah. So, it was interesting. Hmm. I tell you what, doing this podcast has changed the way I walk into bookstores now. Because when they've got this new releases, I'm like, that's right, it is coming out. So You predicted it, man. Well, I mean... It was all you. It's not so much a prediction. I understand. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I didn't predict... I'm, do you think like I'm predicting this stuff? Yeah, what, what are you doing? <laughs> I'm looking at a list of books that are coming out that Stop week. Stop it. This isn't like, and Tuesday we'll have, hold on. That, I'm seeing a man, he's been hit by a car. That's exactly what it, it is. He, he's not the prince. King, Stephen King has a new book. Oh my gosh. He was hit by a car. I know. He almost stopped writing. It's not for seeing into the future. No, Amy. Don't confuse our listeners. <laughs> wow. Like this is just even... so I can like see myself at different angles. Oh, okay. Like, whoa. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Are you real thin in all of them, or is there wow. some of the? <laughs> Amy liked that one. But toned. Yeah, toned. Yeah, toned. Uh, I'm not very toned. Are you not? Let me see your bicep. Bring it over here. No. Oh, okay. I've right. been. I'm toned now. Congratulations. Oh, good. Yeah. Thanks, Amy. Wow. Thanks for that. Okay. Hey, everybody. This just in. Yeah. <laughs> Amy's toned. <laughs> And a little bit self-absorbed. <laughs> no, it's okay. okay. Oh, well, it's warm in here. It's, well, this we is have... the warmest office in the world. Oh, because we have to turn there off all the... There are people working in the desert in a makeshift office. What are they doing? Made of concrete. That's horrifying. That's makeshift. You have to take a lot of work. Yeah. Are you flipping me off? No, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's because we have to turn all the fans off so it wouldn't disrupt yeah, the recording. Yeah, that's true. Oh, okay. Boy. Well, we're at our main segment time, folks. We're... At our main segment yeah, time, or we're this is out the time. of our main No, it's time. time. It's time right now. Here we are. How do you know it's our main segment time? Because hit it. Lonely Arts Book Club. Oh, his Thanks, soothing ben. tones. Thank that was you, so, Ben. That was excellent. Yeah. Amy, did you like that, Amy? Was it, just, it was the really music good. just yeah. moving yeah. right through you? Yeah. Yeah. Great stuff. Yeah. Great well, stuff. All right. Thanks a lot, Ben. See Thank ya. Thank you, buddy. All right. Yeah. Bye-bye. All right. Hey, we don't validate parking. Yeah. I can't believe okay. he drives all the way here all right. every time we do one of oh, these. Geez. Just plays live. It's tight pants. All right. <laughs> so we're going to... So, we're, folks, we're doing a Lonely Hearts book club. So if you've never, if you've never tuned in before, where have you been? This is episode 44. Not hey, once, Nick. 43 to catch up. I haven't but... turned in once. Tuned in. Oh, okay. Especially... I say turned in. Hey, I want to thank you for disrupting my rhythm. (laughs) Thank you. Anyway, what we do is I run a report. I look at things that have never circulated in the history of this library, or at least as far back as uh, computer records go. Sometimes we pull a book and we say, well, this is a pristine book that's been on this shelf since 1982. It's never been opened. Some have a little wear and tear. Now, since we have an expert with us today, I pulled... Uh, you're always with us, Eric, and you are an expert at many a thing, my friend. Okay, thank None you. of them useful. <laughs> what? Since we have an Maybe expert... Maybe one thing I'm an expert at that isn't useful. Uh, your encyclopedic knowledge of all Red Hot Chili Peppers things. Hmm. Well, I mean, it would be useful in certain contexts. Yeah, like a... Like a if you were, if, Yeah, exactly. Yeah, if there you, was a trivia night. If you were like a phone a friend on... Uh, yeah. Oh, that's, yeah. Well, that's, that's, that's old school. Yeah. 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 That, that joke was older than Regis Philbin himself. <laughs> anyway, we pick a book that's never circulated. We take a look at it. We, we decide what's wrong, what went wrong. Now right. today, because we have Amy with us, Amy's an artist. Amy's, a, Amy's an, an expert at the thing's aesthetic. So I've pulled a series of books, not just oh. one, but many, based on their cover. Oh. So we will be judging books by their cover. We'll be yeah. deciding oh, I love doing that. if that's the problem. <laughs> yeah. If this book cover is the problem, yeah. and a different yeah. version would have would have just done gangbusters, yeah. okay? What if Amy's like artist expertise though is like abstract art? So if it's oh. just like paint smear, she's like, I love it. That's true. <laughs> it makes me think of a world outside of well, my own. Well, that's okay. That's all right. Okay, we could take that too. All right. All right. So I pulled I pulled quite a few here. We're gonna start <laughs> with one that I think. No, don't look. I don't want you to see. Okay. Yes. Don't look, Amy. Look away. Okay. I'm looking down. Okay. All right. I'm looking so up. The first one. <laughs> I'm it, more positive than her. This is the one that I think is probably the ugliest. Okay. Ooh. I just find it. I find it visually uh, unappealing. Beauty's in the eye of the. I find what it. If I really like it. Well, that's what I want to know. Just offended yeah. me. All right. Are you ready? Yeah. yeah can I see? Take a look. The, What's title the title is "Pell and the Missing Persons" by Mark 
Hebden, all right? I don't like the title. So I'm just going to let them see it just slowly. What? What is happening? All right. That is horrible. It started off okay. Yeah. And then it just got weird and gross. Describe that pea green that we're looking at. Okay. So the main book is made up of, yes, a a very peaish green. We've got just a a square in the top left corner with a fingerprint. Is this racist? I don't think so. Is this cover racist? I don't know. I don't think so. Tell me what you thought those bullets were. I don't. don't. It's got. It's got open playing cards in the back. Yeah. And it has two like what, porcelain. What, what hand does he have? What the, oh, the cards? What hand? Nothing. Ace it's terrible. Queen. He should fold. That's terrible. <laughs> uh, Ace Queen Five Seven Jack Ten. Not good. Wow. Um, so what? we got we got two fellas. Looks like porcelain statues. One's got some sort of leaf hat. They both uh, got their mouths open. And then there's two shotgun shells on it. I don't think you're describing those porcelain things well enough. Because they're like. They're like super like racist. They, yeah, they have. Yeah, they would. You, you'd find. Yeah, they're not good. They're not. They good. look like when Sean Connery sort of a, sort of visited a, Japan and like uh, a, right. You only live. You twice. only live yeah. twice when they dressed him up to All right. me. So let's, Amy. Yeah. What's your assessment? What do you think the problem is? You no, know, I think I don't know if there's much that's going on that's good. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no. I think I those right. bullet casings look like hot dogs think, to you. Yeah, they're yeah, weird. I thought cigars too, actually, yeah. for a second. Cigars are different than hot dogs, Amy. <laughs> yeah, they are. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Expert. Yeah, they don't make any sense. Yeah, uh, I would have to agree with you that this is a very ugly cover. Wouldn't make me want to read this book. No. Would you say there's too much going on or not enough yeah. going on? Um, I, think, <laughs> I don't think it's it's a quantity. I think it's the the content. It's like it's like it's totally random. It's yeah, like they just pulled too, random imagery too. and just slapped it on this and, cover. Yeah, they're all facing the one. It's so yeah, weird. It is very it's, weird. I really would encourage. I don't know why you'd pick up. it up. Just, I we, we'll post a picture. I'm disgusted yeah. by this. Yeah, it is. Gross. I'm disgusted. It is gross. All right. I'm offended. I feel a little betrayed. Original cover price seventeen ninety five. Wow. This when did book, this come out? This book hit the stacks in nineteen ninety. Okay. Uh, so it's been here for quite a while. You know what, guys? I'm going to go ahead and say. That this has never been touched. Look at that. Yeah. Look at that binding. Look at these yeah. pages. Tight. There's so no weird. indication yeah. that it has had any use. So, what? Uh, not good. Not good. Uh, listeners, if you're thinking that uh, Amy Coon left the building and we now have Rachel from the show Friends on air, you wouldn't <laughs> yeah. be. You wouldn't be. That's, that's pretty good. Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, great. Oh, oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sure. <laughs> Anyway, Stop. I'm, I'm going to give you. I'm going to give Stop. you just a little taste of the inside here, just in case we're wrong. All right, all right. this is first line. I'm just going to. I'm going to give you the first paragraph. How okay. about that? Unless it's unless it's uh, either racist or vulgar, <laughs> I mean, then I won't. Okay. All right, chapter one. Two days, six hours, fourteen minutes is how long it took me to say that first line. Yeah. Right. Uh, and and a quick glance at the dashboard clock, sixteen seconds. Everest Clovis Desiree Pell, Chief Inspector of the Brigade Criminal of the name? Police. Yeah. Oh just, to, just to see our... Okay, this is friends. Of the Republic of France, managed to look at himself in the rear of his... Co- Man, this is exhausting. Is this, this the first, line? first line? First yeah. line. Oh. First line. In the Good. rear mirror of his car at what passed with him as a smile crossed his face. Oh, sweet heaven. Woo! He was pleased with himself. Is this the second line? Oh, it's going to get worse. Two days, six hours, 14 minutes, and... He looked again at the clock, 25 seconds since he had last smoked a cigarette. Look, we started this segment way back when. I don't Because remember. we were trying to find books that hadn't checked out that we I thought know. should be checked out. A that, few we have. Right. We, wanted, we liked The Wolfen, we liked The right, Snowman. We were trying to give books a second chance. Yeah. A new shot at life. Yeah. But books like this. I know. Make it hard. I know. It, I it, wish. It's hard to be like a, you know, a book enthusiast. Like that book. That first line makes me want to stop reading. I know. I want to get never read into again. like puzzling. Yeah. I want to just yeah. sit and do a puzzle for the rest of my life. Every time I say I want to read, I'm just getting out a puzzle. Well, there are there are. This is a series. This is like a long running series. Wow, so really? Maybe it's good. So it, was it was a long running sentence. Maybe it's good. I know. I know. Zing. So wow, yeah, that was I think great. it's it's. <laughs> I think the people of Wellsville made the correct decision. Yeah. And not pursuing this yeah. because it's mm. uh, it's not great. Yeah, I'm just gonna look up real quickly and tell you the number. In Why the don't series. you just have Roger do it? Fifteen. Why do we even this have? is book fifteen in the inspector. Wow. Oh, you know, and it has a the average rating of four point two nine. Really? This book on Goodreads, but there's only seven ratings. So okay, yeah. Take that with a grain of salt. Yeah. There are seventeen books. Last one came out in 1992, so this was <sighs> near the end. This I... is oh boy, some of these are really bad covers. Okay, we have a lot of these, and a lot of them are on the list, so 
There's that one. Well, All right, thank I you. Right. What's the title that of that again? No, that was, I'm sorry, Pell. Pell and the Missing Persons by Mark Hebden. Mm. So if you're curious, and we'll, I'll take pictures of these and put them on Twitter. More like Pell and the Missing Graphic Designer. I love it. <laughs> missing okay. cover artist. Now, this one, I feel missing like. Missing eye for spatial awareness. The one I've got here has a lot of stuff going for it. Again, not great. This is from a similar time. We got 1994. All right. Hmm. All right. What's the title? The author is Thomas Adcock. And it is a, it's a Neil Hockaday mystery. So our hero, ladies and gentlemen,'s name is Neil Hockaday. Hockaday. Yeah, sure. What? And the title, <laughs> "Drown All the Dogs." Whoa. Okay. Whoa. All right. Wait, so, is this aggressive. is this a, is this related to thinning the turkey herd? No, it's you not. You thin the oh, turkey herd. It's not. You drown the dogs. No. no it's, Who's drowning this, dogs? This man won an Edgar Award too. So just wow. keep that in mind. What is that though? Here comes the cover. What's an okay. Edgar Award? Oh, Edgar Award is for like crime mystery yeah. fiction. Oh. What it's do you guys not think? the worst cover I've seen. All right, so here's what you got. All I noticed was the dogs. It took me a while <laughs> is to all find... Is all I noticed. Oh. It took me a while to find Drown All. I mean, it's kind of a clever concept. So let me, let me tell you what it is. Yeah. You have, you have three lines of dialogue that are split. So one at the top, one in the middle, one at the bottom. You got Drown All, mm-hmm. The Dogs, okay. Thomas Adcock. And then what's separating those, first in purple, you have, a, I don't know, I would say like a 1940s sort of streetscape. Yeah. And then underneath that in blue is a reflection of a 1990s city. So conceptually, it's kind of cool. Yeah. You know I, what I mean? I think I can see what they're getting at. Yeah. But I think it's... Actually, I think the worst part of it all is just the colors. Yeah, the colors because are really bad. It's this really highlighter orange it and then a purple bad. and a blue. Yeah. And it just doesn't they go. Don't, they don't go together. Yeah. Like maybe if maybe without the orange you could pull the blue and the purple together. Yeah. No, the problem but, though is that the blue and the purple are so like non-intriguing. Like they don't catch your eye, those yeah, two colors. That's true. That if you took out, if you like, oh, they had to put the highlighter orange, orange for you to even look at it. If that yeah. whole thing was black and white though, I think it would look a lot nicer. Oh, yeah. a black and white cover. So this is, this is why you hire an Amy Coon. That's right. So this is, uh, in Neil Hockaday, this is book three. Yeah. Out of it looks like six. The last one came out in 97. The series began in 1989. Oh, 1997 is when New- The Lost World Jurassic Park came out oh in the gosh. theaters. He's a New York City police detective. All right. How many times did you see oh, The Lost World Jurassic no. Park in theaters? You guys. What? <sighs> the third Neil Hockaday mystery from the Edgar Award winning author of Dark Maze. New York Detective Hockaday of the Scum Patrol. Scum stands for Street Crimes Unit Manhattan. Cheap. Cheap. Okay. All right. Answer my uh, question, though. One, how many times did you see The Lost World of Jurassic Park in theaters? None. I didn't see it even once. All right. So let me, let me give you a little taste of this. Uh, I have to leave. This is crazy. We're, we're done. Okay. All right, bye. All right, see you later. Amy and I are going to finish this because this is weird. <laughs> Acknowledgements. Thanks is given here for great help from the living and the dead. Whoa. And from the shadows between these worlds. Yikes. Right? Is that nonsensical? That's just the acknowledgement. Yeah. I haven't even started the book. Yeah, interesting. Eric's texting everyone. No, my wife just sent me a picture of a dog that needs to be adopted. Oh, my gosh. And so, you know, All right. i got to see if it needs to be adopted by me. Boy. Dogs over right. guns. Pro- prologue. <laughs> Here's the prologue to Drown All the Dogs. Hey, yeah. coincidentally. Oh my gosh. Oh. <laughs> I was just wow, looking at Prologue. I hate it. Please, God. I hate it. Ooh. Having said this, he was at peace with all he had told me this, right, this night. He turned his head towards the wall as if to feel a morning's warmth at the unseen window. This is just the prologue. It's just huh. the prologue. He was, it was well past midnight into Black Sunday, but the time of day had no meaning for him. Well, so thanks for telling us. A smile played carefully across his face as he lay in his bed, a bed too big for him alone. I put my hand on his. He let it die there atop his paper skin. <laughs> oh, gross. All right, I'm going to jump over to chapter one. Uh, chapter one. It was a good weekend. Except for the dead priest. <laughs> Wait, really? Yeah. That's what it says? That's the first line of the book. Bless yeah. me, Father, for I am dead. Yeah. It was, that's a better title. It, it is! It, it, oh my gosh! It was the weekend when it struck me hard how the past never passes, no matter how we try to bulldoze memory. Boy, this guy, right? <laughs> I don't like this at all. Yeah. This is so What's like, that say? He wrote The Dark Maze? He wrote The Dark Maze. Okay. Yeah. I'd read that. Would you? Yeah, that sounds cool, but it's pr- right. not if it's like a cop book. All right, moving on. To it's like something like The Labyrinth. Well, well, first of all, I love the picture of the guy in the back. <laughs> oh what does gosh. it look like? The back, they, they've gotten, there's no, there's no uh, praises from, yeah. is nothing like that. There's no yeah. synopsis. It's just a man with a polka dot scarf, Maybe apparently. he's feeling posing. toned that day. He's doing that he one. was feeling toned. <laughs> he's yeah. doing that pose that people do to mock 
posing. Yeah, he is. He's like, oh yeah, I can pose. Mm. Yes. The thinking pose. The thinking okay. man pose. All right, so this book here, Rodeo. original it's called cover the price. thinking man actually. It's Rich- the thinker by Rodeo. No, it's just called mm. the thinking man's pose. <laughs> okay, this this one is a little older. All right, this is from 1978. We've yeah, had you can tell that by the photo. We've had it since it was new. Yeah, 1978 original cover price for this hardcover, 9.95. Wow, that's expensive. All right, then the author Gerald A. Brown, a novel of the author of Eleven Harrow House, Harrow, and the title for this one is Green Ice. Mm. Here it is. Uh. Is that what green ice would look like? It's like jello. So it's kind of a gross green cover. It gets gradually, transitions from like a forest green to white at the bottom. The title, Green Ice, is spelled out in, I guess, ice. Did you Just like ice. And then there's like, I guess I'm going to say emeralds. Yeah, I was going to say that. Oh, is that what you call an emerald? A green ice? ice? Yeah. So, but it's so so nondescript, you know? Did you ever um, see the movie Here Comes Peter Cottontail? No. Oh. Well, there's a scene where he has to paint his eggs each holiday because yeah. he's traveling through the calendar and okay. everything. And he gets to St. Patrick's Day, and he paints the eggs that color green. Ooh. It's gross. That is gross. <laughs> but here's my problem with this cover, you guys. Not that color green? There's nothing about it. Like, you, it tells yeah. you nothing. Yeah. Like, it looks to me like a nonfiction book about green ice. Sure. I wish you ice know? was crumbling into those yeah ah, that would be nice but, yeah. yeah it's very simplistic and then like we said the back has nothing except for this like oh. money shot of the author <laughs> yeah. it doesn't say like a mystery or a novel it's just a weird yeah. like sort of one note cover I mean what's the biggest problem here no I think Nick hit the nail on the head there's just, really just nothing there's yeah. no information given yeah. except for the emeralds I was really confused what green ice was but now I think I kind of know emeralds. I'm not yeah, gonna so lie I, mean, I, saw but, the, I saw the emeralds and thought it was Jello, like green jello. <laughs> it's true. Jello. It's true. So that was before. So I mean, I guess you would sort of assume once you really, it's but like you have to investigate it that it's some yeah. sort of like a jewel heist yeah. situation right. where they're yeah. going for the green ice. So yeah. I'm not impressed with the cover. I, I like that term though, it. green ice. Well, it's got uh, uh, a quote from our friend Robert Ludlum, who we've mentioned. Oh, As yeah. always, Gerald Brown comes through with a riveting story. He does for emeralds what he did for diamonds in Eleven Harrow House. So. Maybe this okay. is like a... Does, does he then go on to write, and I should know? No, his next book is Hazard, and then It's All Zoo, and then Fly. It's All Zoo? Oh, but this was written for Bunky. Bunky. So Bunky. Aww, who's Bunky? Bunky? Bunky's probably his dog. Shout out to Bunky. Then the other guy drowned. Oh my right. gosh. Here we <laughs> go. the last book. Chap- I know. <laughs> Chapter one. Hikers. Hikers. That's the first line. Oh boy. Hikers, period. Huh. Hikers. Nothing more than that from the looks of them. They had bedrolls and backpacks with canteens and cooking pans dangling behind, clunking. One had a, not not clunking like from the Maze Runner. It's different. Uh, they had bedrolls and backpacks with canteens and cooking pans dangling behind, clunking. One had a bright blue sweater. Another wore a yellow, orange, green pattern poncho known as a ruana. They certainly were not trying to go unnoticed. Five hikers in a line picking the easiest way down. The slope was so steep they had to traverse back and forth, and it was covered entirely with long grass and neat overlapping layers that seemed to resent being disturbed, retaliated by causing the hikers to slip. Man, if you ever wanted to know about the day in the life of a hiker, this book is for you. Can I tell you something? Yeah. I'm a little intrigued by that. I was going to say, I actually, out of all of them so far, that was pretty good. I want to know. I want to know what's going on. I mean, somebody's like observing these. Yeah, I think that's an intriguing entry point yeah. it's not going to be about the hikers that's just like taking us in yeah i liked it i didn't mind it yeah, yeah. there was a I, lot of alliteration but there was besides yeah that, you're okay. right there's a lot of alliteration <laughs> i would go farther i would okay. go farther with it all right all right so gerald oh. brown maybe we're gonna yeah. put that in the maybe column that's two votes for maybe eric's a hard no yeah hard no all right well no green eyes for you oh man <laughs> okay now this one don't look because i love that it's not looking Right. Amy, stop looking. Here we go. Now, I pulled two. These are both by Andrew Garvey. They're both... Uh, Andrew Harper, Garfield? No. Harper novels. Prisoners of the United States. Now, I pulled two. Um, one is called Prisoner's Friend. One is called The End of the Track. And I pulled these two because in some ways they're sort of similar. Like, it seems like they're sort of going for the right thing. But I feel like one really works and one is just pure nonsense. Sure, yeah. Okay. Okay. Show us the one that you think... Ooh, you you, you be the judge. Ones. Okay. You just be the judge. Both. Yeah. Oh, oh I get it, yeah. Okay. The one I love, actually. I this, really do, yeah. I, yeah, do okay. I like the end of track, too. Okay, so we all, <laughs> we've all we all settled on the end of track. Now, what this is, you have, it's a red background, but you have some, like, uh, sort of a slighter red discoloration going on. 
a little reminiscent of like fire, but I don't really think that's what it is. But it just has that look. I can't to see it. it. Sorry. And then it has just sort of like tree branches sweeping across. The title's in white. It Author's looks like name the trees are like trying to obtain yeah. the it title. It does. I know. A Harper novel of suspense. Ooh. I think this is a really effective cover. Yeah, yeah. I love it. You know, it draws the I mean, eye. But you're right. You're right. The way the branches are sort of like gripping the title. Yeah. And you have right here a Harper novel of suspense. Yeah. yeah. So yep. like you know right away. Yeah. Yep. The nice thing about this is, I feel like with very little change, this could be a modern book. Yeah, you know, I definitely. It's kind of a timeless cover. You just need cover. to change the font, yeah. and then it is. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I like it. I like. What and it's got it needs going to say, um, the next Gone Girl. Yeah. On the title, yeah. as soon as it says then it'd that. Be modern. <laughs> yep. So this is uh, this is originally cover price two seventy five. This came out Ooh, in nineteen fifty five. So this Whoa. is older. All right. All right, so now let's talk, before we dig into these, let's talk about the other cover. Here it is. Yeah. The Prisoner's Friend. Now, this is what I would term nonsense. It's, uh, I don't know, I guess you'd say it's on a black back. Uh, it's got green, sort of a... Uh, is that a lady? I don't know. Are we looking at the silhouette of a lady? I don't know. It's got like an emeraldy green, emerald green cutout, sort of has sort of cave-like. I don't know. What do you think, Amy? Yeah, I have no idea. That? I it thought does, that was the forest. It looks somewhat figurative, like but yeah. then there's two lines that make it really confusing. Yeah. So then you have in the middle, you have like a light, sort of a, a minty green cutout that's vaguely like a person's yeah. silhouette. It's, just, it's a little unproportional if yeah. it is a person. It's not enough to figure out. The arms, are, if these are, are arms. Are riding a broom? They're super thin. Yeah. Is this it just a witch? Doesn't, it's just like, I don't, it's like abstract, but I feel like they weren't even trying to yeah. be abstract. I think you that's know? just like the epitome of anxiety right there. Yeah. There's just like a bunch of scribbles too. Yeah. It yeah. kind of looks like uh, the purple crayon style. So, uh, yeah, it's true. <laughs> So a prisoner's friend. It does say Harper novel of suspense, but the title is just in this nondescript font, just tossed on there. Yeah. It's not. Yeah. It's not expertly placed. Is it the like same it artist? Can you find that out? It you does. Know, I was looking. It at looks it. like the same style. It is the same style. But I the know. one's so successful, and the other's so confusing. It does. They don't say who who did the cover art. I so think I'm not clarity really sure. is the issue with a lot of these. I think is you're that right. you can't tell. Yeah. This was much later. So okay. So that's kind of interesting. This is fifties, and yeah. this is early sixties. Interesting. So you see, sort of like the transition there. Sure. Um, I would never pick up this book. No, I would never gross. pick up this book. Uh, Prisoner's Friend, the green one. It's not good. Uh, end of the track. I kind of want to read. Right, so let's just let, read that. Let me give yeah. you. A, let me give you a title. See you later, Prisoner's Friend. End of track. Volume You're nobody's one. friend. That Saturday in April was the 19th consecutive day without rain in the south of England, and the fire risk in the New Forest had reached a peak. Spring had come unusually late, and the easterly winds, persisting on and off for weeks, had held back the new vegetation that would bring comparative safety and parch the old tinder. The bracken that clogged the young conifer stands on the heather on the open moors would flare at the drop of a match. The bleached sedge grass that grew profusely everywhere was as explosive as gun cotton. Pass. I don't like that. You guys look so bored. Yeah. Yeah. Not good. <laughs> Sorry, man. I, you know, I kept re- like listening like, cover. ah, so something with fire maybe? And this is kind of simple. So this is, this is Prisoner's Friend. The clock in the tower was just striking six as Robert Ash swept into the forecourt of the prison and pulled up with a jerk before the castellated gatehouse. He was a large, brown-faced, cheerful-looking man approaching 40 with bright periwinkle oh, eyes and a great like Roman beak of a nose. Too much. Um, I like it. Can I tell you? When it said I, he pulled up with a jerk, I yeah. was kind of hoping they were describing the person who was oh, in yeah. the car with him. <laughs> what are we doing here? I didn't want to be here. <laughs> oh, you're such a jerk. <laughs> All right. All right. Last one? Yeah, sure. I pulled two. I pulled two YAs, and I'm gonna, what? I know. I'm gonna pick Stay one. Stay out of my section. I know. I'm sorry. Stay out of there. So Robin F. Bruncato, sweet bells jangled out of tune. This is hilarious. Oh, no. to me. oh this boy. is hilarious. This is probably to me. my favorite. So it's like a gray background, and you have like colored pencils in uh, can, mint, can you mint turn green. A I gotta see this. Mint green, red, and blue. Looks like sort of rain coming in the background. You have a girl in a blue shirt just sort of giving you a Mona Lisa smirk. She kind of looks like she thinks you have, she's I don't know what that. that is. That's an old lady. It's like a creepy yeah. white corpse bride type. Yeah, E.T. And then you have a little house, and then you have like another lady with colored pencils. Her dress is colored in covered pencils. It's a, it's a mess. It's gross. It is gross. Sweet Bells. What was oh. the title again? <laughs> Sweet Bells. Jangle out of tune. Here's Robert F. Brancato. Oh, here's she's, the thing. She's rocking that mushroom the, the cut. Lady, yeah, the lady on it. the cover has a better hairstyle than, than Robert F. Brancato. Than the writer, yeah. yeah. 
Oh, wow, this is illustrated. It's illustrated? Is it drawn? I think yeah. so. I thought this was a picture, but I think these oh, are no, just I, drawings. Oh, yeah, no, I, yeah. I think they're illustrated, yeah. They're all just Yikes. Cool. Yeah, they're... Oh, so yeah, it's little... very... I mean, yeah, that, that's, that has got to be 80s. Oh, I hate the man. font. I, don't I hate even... the font something fierce. I don't even know where to start with how... Amy, read that first line. Read the okay. first line. Tell us what you got. Oh, this is dialogue. Ready? Yep. How come I wasn't invited? Josie's hand slides up and down the chrome hand rail. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. So we're not. No, we're not in. We're not into this one. We're not. We're not into this. Eric, wait. But it says, I wish you were, Ellen says, stepping down into the stairwell of the bus. It's just family this year. We're having dinner here at Zimmer's because Grandpa's been sick and my mother and I have to get up early tomorrow. Oh, poor grandpa. If I was Josie, I'd be like, enough, Ellen. <laughs> enough about you. Eric, I want you to take the lead on this next one because it's YA and the cover is spectacular. All right, All so right. take it away. The title is called Wings <laughs> by Gonzalez. Okay. Whoa! <laughs> Julie Gonzalez writes Wings. Okay. This looks like the cover of a bad, like, like a bad PC shooter game yeah. from, like, 1997. Yeah. Look at this. I know. All right, so it's a... No, he's not naked. He looks it. it first, it's stinked. Yeah. I thought it was naked. Yeah. But so there's a guy walking away from the book, very blonde hair, completely blue body. Yeah. I don't think he's wearing a shirt. No. But he might be wearing jeans. He's got dark blue pants. Uh, black shoes or black feet, anyway. Wings has that, like... You remember, like, the, uh, I don't know, that X-Files kind of glow yeah. around it? Yeah. Very sharp font. This looks but like, like the medium. Yeah. Uh, what's the the other one with the teens? They're from Roswell. Roswell. Like yeah, Roswell it does look like Roswell. Yeah, it's probably that era. So, I think wings are supposed to be what we're looking at here. Yeah. They look, they're they're like, like paper. scales. They look like dragons. Yeah, Skittles, scales. scales. Um, I don't know. What would you describe? It looks like they were cut out of a magazine. And yeah, then, and it's just pasted on. Yeah, it looks like he he's had walking. Glue stick and he just put them on to make a form of wings. He's like about to walk off a cliff, it looks like. Yeah. yeah. And his arms are cut off. Do you see that? Uh, yeah, his arms are cut well, off. Well, let me see. It's a little scary. At like the oh, elbows. You're right. Yeah. And then the back is just the clouds. Oh my god! It makes one one picture when you hold I, it out. I like it when covers do that. They go yeah. from the front to the back. Yeah, I do you like this? But uh, yeah, I probably don't like this. No, very it's much. not working. It's, it's a little just, too fantastic. What's, what's the publication date? Check yeah, let's that check out. this out. Well, this cost fifteen ninety five when oh, it it's came out. It's got to be more modern than two thousand five. Oh my gosh, are you serious? Eleven years. I really thought that was like nineteen ninety two. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. This text. Okay. <laughs> How does that happen? Holy mackerel. There's okay. nothing about this looks like... This is a, like... What year are we? So this is about it's 11 10, years. 11 years old. Yeah. Wow. I would not have thought that. No, this looks, me neither. This looks worse than some covers from the 70s. All right. First line us. Okay. Uh, even before I was born, I knew I could fly. <laughs> How is that possible? Okay. I mean, I really... Knew I could fly. Okay, he did. He sure like did. somewhere deep within my heart and soul lurked the magic of flight. And my task, my challenge, my life's mission was to achieve flight. Mm. Not with machines, mind you. I wouldn't have gotten into some machine and claimed I was flying, even if I was at the controls. Like if you're in a boat, are you floating or is it the boat? <laughs> right? It's the boat floating. Without the <laughs> boat, you'd sink like a stone. Yucky. So this is how I saw it. Machines could fly and people could operate machine. Two totally different things. Yeah. Wow. I like his candor. Yeah. Is I, that the right I word? Don't. Yeah, candor. I don't like how it's like conversational. Yeah. I feel yeah. like it's annoying. You said candor like oh. you were in Divergent. Yeah. That's what it's well, like. hold on. First first chapter is Ben. <gasps> Second really? chapter, Ian. I can fly. Third chapter, Ian. <laughs> ben. Ben. Each chapter is about a page long. Wow. And they're told That's... from the two, uh, Ian and Ben. That's James Patterson style short chapters. Is it? Yeah. All right, so Eric, would you would you read this book as, no. a, as our YA librarian? No, you don't look want to at that. This, I, I know, no, I know. It's I couldn't look at this cover on my bedstand. No, my bedstand. That's no, not what I'm I meant. gonna see it in my, my nightstand. But, yeah. yeah. So Amy. Yeah, it's a little nauseating how much is going on and yeah, yeah. But then the on colors, the inside, you got some. It red. is a lot of colors. Yeah, there's a lot of colors going on. And then, well, Julie Gonzalez has a bachelor's degree in elementary education. She lives in Pensacola, Florida, with her husband Eric. <gasps> it's you. <laughs> And their four children. Wings is her first young adult novel. Mm. Does she design the cover too? She has several others though. It looks yeah. like. Anyway, yeah, this is in our stacks. This is never checked out. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're just we're just, we're just taking a photo show. Um, well, 
I can see why. I can't imagine yeah. somebody in 2005 wanting to read this. I can't imagine somebody in 1995 wanting to read that. Yeah. So anyway, there we go. Two. Woo. A lot of horrible covers. That's true. We'll close that Lonely Hearts book. Amy, did you have a favorite? Today. Did you have a favorite? I, the first one we started with was quite... Not oh, the drums. Oh, right. Yes. Yeah. Oh, Who boy. can forget Hell and the Missing Person? That came what? out in the 90s, but it looks like it came out in the 70s. But like I really it was competing do like with the, the crayon one that you're talking about. The color pencil women oh, one. Oh, this one. Uh, Sweet Bells Jangled Out of I Tune. I actually think that would be the one I'd least read. Based off the cover, you would you would least read this. Yes, you yeah. think this is the worst. Yep, okay. I really do. I <laughs> right. think that would turn me off. Let's, right. let's take a worst. Let's take a worst and a best out of them. Oh, I've obviously, end of the track. Yes. I think we all. Yeah, agree. that's yeah. the best that's cover. Pell and the missing person. That is I pretty just bad. That's hate. just messy. See, I would go to the the woman one. Sweet bells jangled out of tune. Yeah. More so than wings. I guess yep, because it's would. a YA, it, like yeah. from the eighties or whatever. So it's, yeah, uh, it definitely has an eighties vibe. So remember that our original goal was to find a book that we might read. And I can say out of these, the only one that I was interested in at all uh-huh. was Green Ice. Green Ice. Yeah, yeah Green that's Ice. true. I like yeah. So anyway. But that's when I realized even Green Ice can melt. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Amy, thank you for lending your visual yeah, expertise no, for on that one. Yeah. So I'll, I will post pictures of all of these books on Twitter so you can follow uh, along interactively. I also have this book cover, uh, We Love Our Dad, by the Bear, it's the Berenstain Bears. Okay. That's, uh, I checked that out for my son. What, what do we think of the cover here? You got I like it. Uh, what is he, Papa I don't, Bear? I guess I don't like the red and the purple together like that. Yeah, Amy. It's kind what, of, what I'd say that's orange. Got, who is this third is bear? bear? Oh yeah, it's like exercise bear. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Is that one of their kids? She's she's wearing some brother sort and sister of. Bear. She's wearing like a unitard. Wow, she's weird. Where's yeah. mother bear? This doesn't count. This is not part of the segment. Okay, <laughs> where's right. mother? Bear? Hey, where's mother? Bear? <laughs> they only love dad. That's right another now. book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We love mama bear on the weekends. <laughs> Boy. All right. So what do, we, what do we have coming up in the library? Summer reading. Yeah, summer reading program. You keep starts, asking me, yeah. and I keep saying summer reading. I'm going to keep saying it until is we that, get there. Is that your next big event? Some, that is summer the reading event. begins? Okay. Uh, yeah. All right. We're, um, what's the start up? The 27th? Does that sound right to you? Yeah, that's the Monday. Yeah, yeah okay. It starts up the 27th. Yeah. Um, that's when kids can come in, check out books, and get uh, entered to win some pretty sweet prizes. Okay. Such as the four Hunger Games movies. Or oh, That's cool. Uh, the Civil War graphic novel. Nice. The Marvel's Civil War graphic novel. Right. Not like oh, and you're showing your teen movie. Yeah, we're showing... That, that's the first week. We're going to show Star Wars Episode July 7, The 1st, Force Awakens. July 1st. Nothing teens love more than a homage to a... Did I say homage or homage? Homage. Yeah. Well, you, you know what they say. I do. You know what I mean. All right. Well, so for me, uh, we're, Music on the Lawn begins the 23rd. Sweet! So that's going to be 7 Caroline. o'clock right around Sorry. <laughs> First one up is Wave and Bob and D. Okay, what style are they? Check that you out. Know? Well, Wave is the high school acapella group. Bob and, oh. D, <laughs> Bob and D I haven't heard before. I'm okay. not sure. Oh, they're pretty well known in the community. So. Okay. Um, Amy, do you know Bob and D? I don't. They don't know. Sorry. Them. Okay. <laughs> we've, got our, we've got our senior matinee coming up at 2 o'clock on June 28th, Tuesday. We're showing a Philadelphia story. And then our the big... Catherine Hepburn. It does. And, uh, sorry, James Stewart. Yeah. Jimmy Stewart. Jimmy Stewart. Those are two easily to uh, impersonate actors. That's right. Uh, our big event coming up is the play, Neil Simon's The Star-Spangled Girl. Uh, that's going to show down in the auditorium uh, Friday, July 1st at 7 o'clock. Not if my Star Wars movie has anything that's to true. say it about it. long, yeah. And then we're doing a matinee showing Friday, or sorry, Saturday, July 2nd at 2 o'clock and... Just a little hint, the cast includes our own Eric Nichols. He Woo! plays the Star-Spangled Girl. Yeah, I do. He yeah. does. He doesn't. I get a Star-Spangled Bikini? Yeah. I think that was promised to me. It was promised. All right, it great. was in writing, so we really yeah. have to stick with that. Yeah, we do. And uh, next week, we're doing a Neil Simon Spotlight, so send us your Whoa. thoughts. What? We are? Uh, we did talk about this. Did we? Yeah. So send us your thoughts on Neil Simon. Your favorite Neil Simon play, your favorite Neil Simon movie, that's fine. Anything you got, send it our way. We'll talk about it on anything the air. Anything you got, send anything it our you, way. Anything you want. Yeah. It's all right. Okay. It's all right. You, sure. don't know, you don't know the lyrics. Okay. Well, <laughs> let's uh, let's close this baby down. So, Amy, say, say your goodbyes. Yay. Thanks for having me. Thanks for joining us. Our first full-length guest. Oh. Wow, Amy Coon. I'm honored. Yeah. No, we've had people sit through the whole thing. Oh, my brother. Don't ruin this. For my me, brother Eric. Steve did, Sorry. but he no, did not participate. No, we usually tell we usually tell the, the guests who sit here the whole time to be silent yeah. until oh, their segment has wow. come. So we made a special. You just exception. knew I couldn't stop laughing. That's in the background right. Yeah, too. Was, I'm pretty yeah. sure Nick just invited you to make his jokes look funnier. Oh. That sound funnier. You said that joke look. earlier. Wasn't funny then. But I, did, funny I now, didn't so. say it on the record. You did. That was no. We weren't recording. Oh, we weren't. Okay. Well, I'm sorry to out you like that. Yeah. I shouldn't have. Yeah. All right. Well, that's gonna do it for. 
episode 44. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next week.